Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Bit Effect. Today, we are talking Streets of Rage Four. You. <laughs> that was good. Not on the Wii U. Oh God! Just no, I'm cutting that bit off. Oh, you should. everybody welcome to a new year a new you and the best way to celebrate that is with a new game that is old with me to talk about a new game that is old are my good friends luke hello and craig Whoopacha. my favorite sound effect from streets of rage all right we're gonna crack right into the stats and then kick open the door on this thing because i believe we will be diametrically opposed Luke! Right, uh, the developer and publisher of Streets of Rage 4 is .emu. Uh, producer is Cyril Imbert, never heard of that one before. And it released in April 2020 on Windows Switch, PC4, PC4? Windows Switch, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Linux, Mac OS, and Stadia. Um, now, what platform did you guys play it on? Because I'm sure it wasn't Stadia. MS-DOS. Not an option. Oh, wow. Wikipedia says no. Oh, <laughs> uh, 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 PS4. Um, it's on Game Pass. Yes. So, you know, that's where I played it as well. Okay. All right. So, uh, gentlemen, we have done a Streets of Rage two mm-hmm. episode mm-hmm. in the past, mm-hmm. many many moons ago. Um, yeah, those were those were the early days where we uh, had even less of an idea of what we were doing. We were and <laughs> slightly we less co- shit. Yeah. Slightly less. Yeah. Um. It's nice to come back to an older franchise and see if our thoughts have changed about it. So we did it a long time ago, but eh, we should probably do it now because nobody should listen to that garbage. Uh, Luke, Craig, what is your histories with Streets of Rage? Um, I'll go first. Mine's is a short history. I've never <laughs> really got on with the beat-em-up genre in general. So I, I did used to play Streets of Rage and Streets of Rage 2 and Streets of Rage 3. Um, but I don't think I, I never I definitely never finished Streets of Rage or Streets of Rage Two. Um, in fact, I think Streets of Rage Two I could only get to the, like the second stage and I couldn't fight a flying person that turned into a jet. Um, I don't know the name of the you know like the vulgar names. Maybe that was Jet Lee or something like that. But <laughs> I could Harry not. Jet. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> so first of all, I'm going to apologize for all Sega fans. Uh, yeah, these two are. Um, I don't know what word to use, but you, you'll you'll soon find out. I'm so sorry. Uh, my history. I think it's cunt. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't expect that. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah. So my history with Streets of Rage is. <laughs> um, my history with Streets of Rage is. Uh, it was the only beat em up I think I had on the Mega Drive, and I had Streets of Rage, Streets of Rage 1, 2, 3, uh, and 2 was the one we played the most between me and my brothers and friends. So, played the death out of this game. When I saw it was being made, I kind of had no interest. It was like, oh, this will just be some sort of artsy remake. Yeah, it looks cool, but is it going to hold up? And then I noticed it was Dotemu that made it, and they did a really, really great release of uh, Wonder Boy which I think is amazing. So that's what piqued my interest. Um, yeah. Dave, how about you? 
Well, I hate Streets of Rage. Um, we're going to get into this played... in this podcast. Yeah, you you yeah. got away with it the first time, <laughs> not this time. <laughs> I played 1, 2, and 3 to completion. Uh, and was bored to death the entire time. Um, and this isn't just Streets of Rage. I, I've gone the gamut from like Battle Circuit all the way to the D&D games. I just named two Capcom games. Whatever. Um, uh, like even like baseball, Batman, the weird ones, right? I've played them. I do not get on with beat 'em ups. I, I think they're boring, and I'm glad they evolved into what they evolved into. But we will talk about that later. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I I was definitely going into this with a chip on my shoulder. Uh, Craig, it sounds like you were too. So um, not not so much a chip in my shoulder, just low expectations. <laughs> you know, that's it was more that. Uh, and I do wholeheartedly agree. Dot Emu does some wonderful work, and I would argue they did some great work here. Um, let Let's talk about what we enjoy about this game before we actually start pasting it. Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> ar- arguably, the art style is fantastic. I really can't pick anything apart on how it's drawn, what it looks like, what it controls like. When you're playing it, what about you guys? Did you guys have any problems with the visuals? None whatsoever. I think that I think they do a really, really good thing, and this is a theme right through it of mixing modern and old. Um, so yeah, the the cartoon effect I think is a, a great way to modernize the game. But I also think the the tiebacks they've got to the older games is ace. Like, uh, we'll just start by saying there's going to be spoilers throughout. So if you don't want to. You know, there's not much to spoil in Streets of Rage, so just a heads up. But I was gonna say, yeah, it's not much. We're not gonna do <laughs> well, a story episode for, for on people Streets that have Rage. played it more than once or twice. Uh, you, the more you play, the more characters you unlock, uh, and the characters tend, end up being from the original game. So you can you can unlock all the characters from Streets of Rage one, two, three, and they look and play exactly how they did on the Mega Drive versions, which is amazing. Um, super cool yeah and there's also opportunities to go back and play old mega drive game levels with the the new looks or the old looks if you if you choose to which is pretty decent as well yeah i mean i mean i I will give it that it at least rewards you for multiple playthroughs i run into the problem of like look how many times have you completed this as a fan i have they, I've only complete not completed it with two characters. Let me just figure out how many there are. I must have done it at least nearly a dozen times. Are you doing okay? I, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> this is this uh, I... this is an old. This is like you know, turn on the old TV, get the old like Friends episodes on for me, just chill out. So that's fair <laughs> enough, um, Craig. Yeah, I kind of I like the way it looks. I don't I don't think there's anything wrong with it. You can't fault it in any way. It does a great job of modernizing an old series. And there was some I can't even remember what we played recently, where it said you know like we played a modern version of an old series or we wanted a new version of that old series or something. There was just something about it feeling modern and I felt more in control of the characters I remember Luke when you said we should play this you said something like oh now there's combos and blah and that put me off even more because I was like I don't like combos I don't like juggling enemies I don't I don't like beat-em-ups in general but I found it fairly pleasant to play and a lot of it might because I did play it with Reese. a lot of it might just be from that so 
as far as looks go, I loved that. And the the extra touch for me that I really liked was being able to turn the um, small and large health pickups into like pizzas <laughs> and cake and stuff like but that. You like don't I really like liked... ground chicken. <laughs> I don't Him like ground chicken. <laughs> I went straight for the pizza because I thought that's just it's cracking. It's pizza. Um, yeah, so the characters look great. The animation looks fantastic. There feels like there's a, a few extra moves and you can knock enemies into other enemies and it all kind of... It just all knits together nicely and it's smooth and fluid. Um, and yeah, same, it still looks like a Streets of Rage game, so the backdrops are still like neon and crazy or there's there's like 40 telephone booths in one street and you're like, how do you need so many telephone booths in one street? Um, but yeah. So yeah, yeah, it looks alright. I just to be completely open for this the first time. I think I am genuinely just sitting in the middle. I find this game boring, but I also find it probably the best example of that the genre that it is type thing. So I'm not going right. to be too harsh. Craig, uh, yes. uh, you've listed out. That's fine. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go kind of hard line the other way. Um, you you said a magic really? word there. <laughs> oh, what did I say? You said neon. Yeah. Except for a few cool things this does with co-op mechanics. Everything this did was done and better in Double Dragon Neon. Did anybody else play that? No. Uh, the juggling um, comes straight from Double Dragon. I mean, it, or, uh, it comes earlier than that, but it comes from Double Dragon Neon. It's almost the same thing in this. Um, that added things like super moves where you could do quarter circle forward, things like that to do super moves and stuff. But a lot of what people are touting as, hey, this is really cool, this is what it does, kind of comes straight from Double Dragon Neon. Now, I don't think that game is as good as this one. But I don't know how much credit to give this if so it pulls a lot from me. Yeah, so there's... Uh, so the, the original set of combos you had in Streets of Rage where you could punch, you could kick, you could jump and punch or kick. Um, you could then do like a running attack and then you could do like a shuriken, uh, sorry, a hadoken, sort of whatever that meant for a character. So for Axel, for example, yeah. it would be like a, a dragon upward cut. Um, in this one, they've added three extra specials that you can do. And this is where the game, I think, adds a level of depth without touching the original material, which I think some people complain about that Streets of Rage, they've not changed enough here, but I think that does a discredit to the, the series to do anything to the original stuff, so by adding these new techniques, I think they've they've managed to add their own stamp to it, and the new techniques are um, so you've still got your old moves, and you, you can use a special, you can collect stars and then summon in like a police car and it'll fire rockets and all that sort of stuff just typical Streets of Rage stuff but then you get three Alternative specials, uh, one which is like a a forward-facing attack um, and it'll damage everything in front of it. One that'll do everything around you, so it'll do front and back. Uh, and that's to be used in defensive situations. So if you feel like your weight get knocked over, use that. If your weight to get hit by a, a boss's special, use that. And the, the third one is like a momentum one, so you can jump and use your special. Now, the cool thing about this is when you use it, you lose some health, but as long as you don't take another hit and you apply damage to an opponent, you will recover that health, which then adds this... Yeah, it's like great health in a fighting game. Exactly, exactly. So, what it does, because 
yeah, Streets of Rage has never had a block mechanic. Um, so it's, it it always felt kind of it felt kind of cheap. You know, you could be knocked over, you could you could you could be doing amazing, and somebody can run up behind you or chuck a knife, and you that's it done. You can basically get damaged. But with this, you can kite people around. You can block incoming attacks. You can even go on the offensive, knowing an, a boss is a way to drop a special, and use your block, use that to get through it, and still apply damage. So, yeah, it's like seeing some of the high level players and how they play. It's it's really really cool. Uh, All right, it's right. just oh, it's go so ahead. it's so in depth. Like I didn't look at it at any of that. Like. like using a block special for something. I just pressed triangle and circle, not triangle and circle, because it wasn't on a PlayStation, it was on Xbox. <laughs> what are those two buttons? Y and B? Um, yeah. To, to make, you know, like, fire come out of me or whatever. And I just saved all that up to the boss and then just spammed it to take yeah, off no, some and health. That, that's how you like, used to play the I, first I, ones, totally. Yeah, that's how you... Okay. But, like... I mean, that... So, so you know, like, the, the guy with the robotic arms, he's, like, really, really yeah. slow. But if you use his jumping special, you can basically get right across the screen in, like, two rows and then apply damage, which has always been the complaint okay. of using the big characters is that you can't... They're, like, so immobile, but they do tons of damage. Yeah, it's just... It's very... It's very in-depth and technical for what I... When I was playing it, just felt like... I got through this, and me and Reese altered those twelve stages, and me and Reese did one e- one each. So I played one, and he played one, and I played one, and he played one, and we played it on one up from the easiest difficulty, and we both kind of just mashed. Like he's four, he mashed his way through this. He had uh, some trouble with some of the. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, all right, all right, all right. Shut up, both of you. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> Can we please stop calling it in depth and technical? This is brain dead. No, well, but a four-year-old beat it. It's brain that, dead. That, that's that's the thing. You, Dynasty Warriors brain dead. You could dead. do that. But you th- could do that in the original I think game. That's so, the thing. like, yeah, yeah, I couldn't. Yes, yes, yeah. <laughs> but I think, like, like the, oh, go ahead. The thing is, though, I think it's, I think it's quite good because we sat and had fun and beat it. But see, if you want to go for the high score, or you want to add up your lifetime score, or you're you're trying to get through levels without dying, there's other challenges and arcade style play to it that if you don't want to just sit and mash, you can do something a bit better. You can combo more, and you can do this and that. So I managed to get, yes. yeah, I managed to get like the majority of the way through. I think I gave up on one boss because he was just kicking my ass, but I managed to get the majority of the way through on Mania difficulty, which was like really tough using that technique. So it's like, I totally get you, Dave, but what I love about this game is they've taken the original format that was just button mashy and you, you could you could break the, the hell out of it. You know, if you come at an, an enemy at an angle and grab them, you can just do that and basically beat the game and break it. Um, but they've added this extra layer that if you want to, you can go as far down that route as you want or you can't, you know, and it's like, you know, I played with one of my friends and he was like, how are you doing all that stuff? And like, yeah, this, I was like playing like you were at the start, you know, just button mash and jump kick. Like, so it, it's a it's a, a clear de- decision, but they're working with the constraints of the old game without trying to change it too much. And I, I really, really respect them for that. <laughs> I can, I can I... feel he's away to implode. It's like, the kettle's away to go. <laughs> can, I say, can I say one more thing to add into the sure. anger? <laughs> Fuck because you, Dave. I've remembered what 
I remembered what we played that made me think about this, and it was the Ghosts and Ghouls and Goblins Resurrection. It's a modern take on an old game, and I I didn't particularly like that, and I don't particularly like this, but I think it's done well. That's all I wanted to say. It was Ghouls and Ghosts and Goblins, whatever, Resurrection. It's yeah, the same yeah, kind of theory it behind it. Um, so yeah, that added extra things and stuff, but you could still just play it like you used to play it, except it had different upgrades and that tree and stuff like that. But yeah, um, Dave... I would also to... like to meet the four-year-old that could beat Ghosts and Goblins because that that would just put me to shame. <laughs> uh, well, okay. He, All right. Reese, Reese could beat it if you put it on that super easy mode where you respawn where you die because then you just tank your way through everything. I don't know. You got that dragon stage, man. You're, you're oh, taking yeah, all I kinds suppose. of falling deaths. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to come across like a crusty old bastard, right? I, I really don't. But, <laughs> but I'll recognize the things they did. They they did add the combo stuff, which, by the way, like like the combo stuff isn't that big a deal. I got to 110 combo fairly easily. Yeah, yeah. It's they they didn't add things that would arguably modernize this. They didn't add a dash. They didn't add a block. They didn't add any other kind of thing that would add um, intricacies to this at all. It is still very much move to the left, punch the thing until the go arrow appears. I mean, it, it's arguably no more complicated than something that came out in 2002. But that's that's what Luke just said. It's not. It stayed true to that original formula. Like, if they added a dash or added a block, would it then be Streets of Rage or would it be something? Yeah. Because Streets well, of Rage was dead. This is your one chance to come back saying, all right, it's back and it's better than ever. I mean, that might be personal. Yeah. But uh, I, I'm willing to recognize, like, the stuff they did in the training room, right? Like, that's super cool. Yeah. Did any of you guys spend time in the training room? It was part of the DLC, I think, uh, which I didn't have. But I've watched some Oh, was that? Yeah, okay, I, I was squiffy on, on what yeah, was included. Yeah. It, it basically, uh, Craig, it's basically a fighting game training room where it's like, here's a guy, here's you, here's a list of commands, this is how you do a super long combo kind of thing. And that came... So it's like, you know, okay. bounce them off the wall, hit them while they're in yeah, the air, yeah. then do the ground sleep, things like that. Um, that came okay. as a request from super the community, cool. which, is, which is cool as well. Yeah, yeah, very cool. Um, I don't think the... And now, granted, I only played on normal for the entire game. I don't think the game requires a lot of that, but... I'm willing to give it to you. Good job, guys. Um, it's a, uh, what we're, what you're saying is it's a it's a good example of a modernization of a game, and you fucking hate it. <laughs> it's a good example of a modernization that is just ancillary. <laughs> like it doesn't add anything at all to the actual game. See, like, right? Okay. Like see, you could have added air combat. You could have added a bunch of other stuff that would make this less musty. Okay, things that I did in this game that I did not know you could do in the original one were very simple things, like playing as, as Blaze, the female character with the jiggly boobs. <laughs> Is that her? Yeah. Like, when I was playing yes. as her, I, I accidentally leg-swept behind yeah. me. You yeah. know, like a rear-facing attack. I didn't know you could do that. I don't even know if that was in uh, the original was, yeah. game, because all I used to do was punch people. It's so, like, been around since 1993, man. <laughs> well, I didn't know. I'm going on that's, the record. That's fine, that's fine. You know, but I kind of... Uh, I don't know. It's I guess, kinda, I guess my just... problem is you're giving credit 
to this game for things that this game isn't doing new. But it'd be like if all of a sudden you played a hat okay. in time and went, you can jump in 3D. This is amazing. It's like, but where you, the hell are you? You've got to remember, Streets of Rage yeah. 3 came out after some of the other beat em ups where you could block and you could dash. And they still chose not to do it. So that's a design. Okay. Oh, it's a choice. You're yeah. right. You're right. It is a yeah. very specific choice. I disagree with that choice because I think it makes it feel dated. Oh, totally. Like, yeah. um, okay, well, um, let's take a break from me getting pasty on this game. Who did you guys play as? Um, me and Reese alternate. Reese would not want to play as a girl, so I didn't get any achievement for playing through as one character because I wanted to be the girl and he wanted to be the the fire punchy first guy, whoever he is. Axel? Was that uh, Axel? Yeah, or was yeah, that yeah Axel. Yeah, so we did. he did Axel and I did the girl, who I think had a really interesting special, like a big crystallised area of effect thing that just it worked an absolute treat. Um, uh, yeah. Nothing, nothing bad to say about it. I don't like slow characters at all. I would never pick the big beefy slow character, even if the special made them dash across the stage. I would never do it. Um, there's so we there's just a went... character that gets a small quick step, like like a Bloodborne quick step, but okay. that doesn't do an awful lot to ameliorate the problem. Yeah, the big guys in <laughs> Streets of Rage are always a liability, like Luke said. It's just kind of eh. um, okay. I played through the first time with Estelle while taking one or two stages to check out everybody else. Sure, she's a um, DLC I played through once. Yeah, yeah. I played through once with um, my daughter and then once by myself. Uh, and then the time I went through with Adam. Yeah, Adam's my go-to. Very dapper-looking yeah, gentleman. Yeah. Very cool-looking yeah. guy. Um, but yeah, what about you, Luke? This time, what did you run through with? So I started with Adam and Axel, which were kind of like the defaults and. In one, and then I've played with everybody. The only character I really didn't click with was uh, Cherry. I just, I don't know, she reminded me of Skate, and I know everybody says Skate's like the best one, but I never clicked with him. I was always an Axel guy, so. Um, but I did find the slower characters much more appealing to play the more I learned it. So the, the jump around special thing was just, just, yeah, opened up that whole, that whole character. Oh, what, that front? Dragon kick kind of thing. Yeah. Um, the the sorry, I've forgotten the guy's name. The guy with the metal arms. Um, when he oh Floyd, yeah. When he does the jump special, he basically like slams around like he's on pogo sticks. Um, with his arms, that is so handy for like traversing the map, and then you can you can kind of push all your opponents in one side of the screen and then just lay havoc. So, um, yeah, a bit of everything. I, I, I'm I'm really I'm really trying here. I, I realize the hypocrisy I'm going into this game with, right? Like I can't slam this game for being like, ah, it's too old and musty. And then on the Ghosts and Goblins episode, Craig, thank you for bringing it up. Craig's saying this is too old, this is too musty, and I'm like, that's just the way it is. Uh -huh. I, I I realize my hypocrisy, and I guys call me out on it at any time. But this is the best way I can explain it. I think the beat 'em up died for a reason. Yeah, totally, totally. I, I, it, yeah, it, I, one hundred percent agree with you. I don't think this adds enough to warrant, you know, more and more of these games. Like maybe the Streets of Rage Five would be cool for the Streets of Rage fans, but I can't see there being Final Fight, whatever, and the the Knights of Camelot coming back from this. Oh, Knights of yeah. the Round kind yeah. of thing. Um, which were all games I used to play when I was younger, or on emulator, just because they were fun local co-ops. 
And that, oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that's that's my where I get my enjoyment from it. It's it's that little bite of nostalgia, but they've they've done enough to make me stick around. So then, I guess my question to you then is: so for you, this is just a ah, it's nice to look back this once. This is not a wow. We should revitalize this genre for you. I I mean, I'd be interested if they could make it fun, but I don't. I mean. I don't think I'd put this amount of time into it. I put 46 hours, according to the timer, into this game. The fuck? I know, right? What the... I, what the, I think I was three or four? Yeah. <laughs> something like that. Like, something ridiculous. I just don't, I don't see it's got any longitivity. Longitiv- it doesn't have legs. <laughs> it doesn't have legs, yeah. Just, you play it once, and you went from left to right, and they're like, oh, do I go back to the start, and then go left to right again? I, like, I fundamentally find it boring like Dave. Um, but I, th- I think, more more importantly, I think if you were to say, oh, yeah, we should totally get, you may get on our streets for age five, looking at what they've done recently, I wouldn't want to say, I'd be saying, like, find so- find another IP, find something else and They're do something else. Mutant Ninja Turtles game that'll be on the there, same yeah, level as this. Yeah. Like, that kind of thing, I don't think, I think this is just, it's a nice wee revival of an IP in a game and that's it. I'm, think, I'm thinking about this. But that's this. what, that's what .emu do, like, Wonder Boy is exactly yeah. the same. I wouldn't want another Wonder Boy, but going back and playing a game I hadn't played in 20 years was yeah. nice in, like, a modern way. There was that second Wonder Boy release that came out, so that wasn't those guys. It might have been, but it was a different... In fact, I don't think... Yeah, I don't think Wonder Boy 4 is .emu. I think that's only uh, Dragon's Trap. Okay. Anyway, yeah, I put this in the same kind of ballpark as Sonic Mania, except Sonic Mania was a brilliant <laughs> game. Um, I've, put, I've put this in the kind of like... I don't want Sonic Mania 2. I would rather something else, somewhere else. And, and just, I, I mean, do you know what? I wouldn't mind playing like a modernized Echo the Dolphin or something like that. Just something else. Craig, that's um, your medieval. Yeah. Nobody else wants a modernized Echo the Dolphin. I don't get, I don't do get, you, I don't get that. I don't get it, that at all. I, here we go. I would rather play Streets of Rage than Echo the Dolphin. Um, Echo the Dolphin is boring as hell. Oh God, but you're a fucking dolphin. Except for the like, like the aliens are cool, but it takes four hundred years to get there. Oh, I fucking love that game. Anyway, 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 <laughs> back to Streets of Rage. All right, so something that kind of comes part and parcel with Streets of Rage and all other beat 'em ups is unfair mechanics. Luckily, this doesn't have to go heavy on them because it doesn't want your quarter. It already has all the quarters from you it wants to get. Did you guys run into anything unfair? Or that you would judge as unfair. A couple, a couple of times, unless I'm mistaken, a couple of times I'm sure I got absolute like locked mm-hmm. into just being pummeled to bits. Not quite dying, but it just felt like on occasion. And it's just it's the game. You don't have a block. You get punched. You fall over. You stand up. Someone else punches you. I kind of get that. Um, I kind of like the way when you die and you drop down, everyone falls over. I don't know if that was in the yeah, original was, game yeah. as well. Okay, right, fine. I'm going to have to shut up. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> other than that, there was no real unfairness. The bosses felt fair. The fights felt boring and fair. Everything was okay. In fact, sorry, I should just put, there's one bit of it that I think was a particular highlight and a good choice, and it was 
all throughout this game, you get bold because you're like, okay, there's guys coming, he's got a knife, he's got a bat, you're just punching people, moving from people. There's a couple of stages where they use enemies tactically, like there's a guy that runs left to right and breathes fire, a fat guy, and there's another yeah. fat guy that rolls vertically up and down, and a few times they use them interestingly, so you've got two of them on screen, one covering vertical path and one covering the horizontal, and I really liked those screens, just for a brief moment, it felt like a designed encounter because you had the horizontal cut off and the vertical attacks. It was, I liked that a lot. I see. I felt that way with the elevator when if you bust yeah. out both sides of the glass, it, it does feel like okay, they're specifically choosing certain enemies, mainly those women that jump kick, and you swear you punch them out of the air, but it <laughs> never works ever. Yeah. Um, I yeah, or or like the times where you're going through the sewer and they have those puddles and you can maneuver people into the puddles and th- there are some times where it feels like okay they specifically designed this uh-huh. and then there are times are just like I don't know uh, uh, toss five guys at them. How did you? Yeah. How did Is you it, find the bald monks that like could reflect your damage? Uh, for me, they weren't too big of a hassle. Yeah, I no, not one of my friends really struggled with those, but um. Yeah, I, I I didn't find them too bad. The one boss I did find annoying was one of the twins, the the boy, the one that, like on the airplane. Oh, the gun. Yeah, which is a great one for using the jump traversal uh, special to get around that. But it took a while for me to get my head around that because I just felt like I was getting shot every time I stood up. I was down on the ground again. Um, uh, the only boss I didn't like was Commissioner Gordon, and that's because that back and forth. Um, clothesline that he does <laughs> I, I, I keep thinking you can stop it with something but you no. can't it, <laughs> you just kind of have to get out of the way yeah he's cool um, I didn't I, I, this is a slight tangent are we still talk, do you want me to I'll save my tangent until you're ready to move on sorry Okay, and, well, no, I mean, I mean, we're we're just talking about the unfair mechanic. Um, the the only other thing I'd want to bring up, and this is like, um, what's the word? This is anecdotal evidence is all hell, so don't take it or take it with a grain of salt. Um, I swear there were sometimes the combos just dropped because they just dropped. The enemy just became unhittable. I ran into this with bosses a lot, where they just all of a sudden, okay, stop taking damage, fell to the ground. Yeah, you. That was a thing from the the original games as well like they'll usually it's when they're going to run back to a certain point or uh, position in the pl- the map so they can do like a change oh, like a timed attack yeah, or a, a set piece like, yeah yeah like 75 percent of the health they do yeah. this 25 okay because uh one of the bosses um the guy you mentioned mr y or was he x no he's y um i managed to lock him into a corner for like 60 percent of his health and he just kept going up in the air and then down and then up in the air. But then, yeah, just just stop taking damage and then runs to the other side. So, okay. Just one yeah, I'm sure they, uh, I'm sure they flash your... white like um, like you do when you're invulnerable. When that's... They, the bosses do other... Like, I also ran into it with, with regular enemies. It just seemed like they stopped registering the hits in the air. But that's anecdotal. I, I can't prove it by any stretch of the imagination. So... Nobody else ran into that. I mean, maybe I was just f- dropping combos. It happens. Yeah, no, I d- I don't think you're dropping combos. Yeah, in it. I think there must be planned. something in it yeah. because the co- the combos are easy to rack. Like 
no word of a lie, Reese got the achievements for the combos, and there was a, like, is it a hundred? Is the the biggest achievement? I you think can get it's a hundred. Yeah, and I'm like sitting looking at him, going, "What the fucking hell is he on?" Because I couldn't, I couldn't do that, and he's sitting just like running about the place, punching people. Anyway, um, yeah. So I don't think it's you, Dave. I think it's it's just a thing. Or little of column A, little of column B. It yeah. happens. Yeah, yeah. So um, one thing I'd like to touch right. on just before we move on, um, yeah, music. Sure. So it probably doesn't mean much to you guys apart from the music being fucking ace, um, but they do a really cool thing of like they mix in like old segments of old tracks and with the new one um kind of like that sonic mania thing uh, which i thought was brilliant like i yeah it just they, they do more than enough here to i think with the music to make it stand alone um how did you guys find the music being like newbies to the street of the rage series all right, all right. I, I'm not a newbie to like Yuzo Kashiro. Everybody and yeah. their mothers like, oh, Streets of Rage yeah, yeah. too. Oh, 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 it sounds like techno. Yeah, it does. It was fine. <laughs> um, I think this is leagues ahead of the old music. Like, I you can pick out like, oh, you guys are using that Streets of Rage song that everybody uses on like uh, the wharf level where you find the broken bottles for the first time and you're like jab, jab, jab. Um. I, I could you can hear it in the background. I think they do a great job, just like they did with um, Wonder Boy, where it's like, yeah. oh, I see what you guys are doing here. This is super cool. So the composer definitely gets a nod in the okay. You guys weren't like like that's frustrating to me. They weren't slavish on the music or the visuals or the character design, but they were slavish on parts of the gameplay. Um, I, I think the music in this is arguably the best Streets of Rage music there is. Totally agree. Yeah, I, I mean, I, you wouldn't be surprised to hear that I quite liked the music, but I couldn't tell you what music was on what stage and then how it pulled in a bit from Streets of Rage tour. I, like, I, I couldn't tell you at all. Um, I just thought it was all right. <laughs> so just cracked on with it. Um, That's fine. I was really not. I, I, I know. I'm sorry. It's fine, dude. Um, What was your tangent, Craig? Oh, right, okay. So um, this could be a cuttable thing because I could just be an old man or I could be turning into, like, some sort of priest or something like that. But things like, see, having a screen full of high-waisted leather women with hats on whipping you, I just that kind of stuff I, like, cringe at because it just feels like a 90s over-sexualized thing. Am I just being stupid? Like, I, I actually f- physically thought, oh, that's just, it just feels old and a bit yeah. guff. Okay, I thought that too, but I'm going to really try not to put my foot in my mouth in this conversation. <laughs> um, I'd like how your poison-type enemies were here. The sexy ladies with the hat, the whip, you know, mm-hmm. the, the beat-em-ups. But they also had the squat Little ladies that let us say were beef boys that pummeled yeah. the hell out of you with the motorcycles. I'm kind of okay with it. I don't think it, it encourages violence towards women. It encourages no, no. violence towards women that are hitting you with whips. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. Um I, I I can't say I got I didn't feel any cringe, but that could also just be, you know, being immune to that kind of thing because when we grew up, we beat up sexy women all the time in video games. That's what we did. <laughs> well, um, yeah, I, and that's the thing. I totally recognize that, but I just feel like, I feel like as, in terms of a society, we're probably a bit past 
having sexy, scantily clad ladies with whips as enemies. <laughs> I don't know. I just... Oh, maybe I'm just no, an idiot. You, I don't know. No, 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 no. I think you have yeah, a point. But these are all... I, you have a they're point. They're all enemy designs from the previous games. Like, there's not that many yeah. new, new enemies. But, Luke, ghosts and goblins should modernize. Oh, wait. <laughs> Wrong game. Um, no, no I, I think that I would be a little more uh, squiffy about it if the new character designs weren't the designs they were. Like, okay. none of the new characters, I mean, arguably Blaze, but that's kind of her legacy look, let's say. But, like, like Estelle wasn't designed to look super sexy, and uh, Cherry wasn't designed to look... Please don't use that name. That's not a good name for a teenage girl. Stop. Don't do that. But other than that, like, nobody was designed to be titillating, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, that's... That's the word <laughs> that I'm trying to drive at. It's it just feels older. It feels nineties gaming. You, you've got to you remember, know, as like well. if Echo the Dolphin, if Echo the Dolphin oh could have had God. tits, they would have or given Echo balls, the Dolphin yeah. tits. <laughs> yeah, yeah, or giant balls, either or. Well, I mean, let's be fair. Dolphins are the rapists of the sea. I mean, they that really would just are. be realistic. Yeah. You got to remember though that a lot of these um, characters have been drawn up from sixteen bit pixel you know, the, where yeah. like the cleavage was just two or three pixels it wasn't like yeah yeah and, and the thing is different oh god no well okay, i was just gonna say they have been drawn up from older characters so like yeah there could have been they're like leather clad scantily clad ladies and four pixels with whips and it would feel weird if they self-censored or if they didn't make the boobs jiggle it would look crap so they did what they had to do to modernize the thing i just think it it was the oldest feeling bit of the game other than the fact that it's boring it was the <laughs> oldest feeling bit of the game for me was that all right now for a different point of view um when i was playing with my daughter didn't register to her at all yeah, and she's well, old enough. Yeah. She's sixteen. She's old enough to realize. And I, I asked her. I was like, "Did it bother you?" She's like, "No, let's beat the hell out of these sexy ladies." <laughs> like, like that was it. That was as far as the thought process went. She wanted to be. She of course wanted to play as a woman because she likes that, and that's cool. But yeah, it, it didn't. And again, that's anecdotal evidence. Somebody might have a problem with it, but it didn't even blip on her radar. Yeah, it could just be because I'm an old priest. Well, that would mean you are interested in other things besides sexy ladies, and we're going to leave it at that. Actually, yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah. No, it's an interesting point to talk about because it is the, the society we live in. Might as well talk about it. Just be careful not to stick your foot in your mouth, I guess. <laughs> yeah. um, other than that, okay, we're starting to run into the problem of we're running sort of out of stuff to talk about. Yeah, no, totally. Um, I didn't expect this one to go as long as it did, to be honest, so... <laughs> we were um, gonna hop on say not suck yes yeah. it was good it was okay yeah i mean like the, one of the bits i didn't explore and use might have i don't know what was dlc and what wasn't but i noticed there, apart from online co-op there was a fighting mode there was like the training that's stuff that's was, double dragon legacy okay. stuff yeah yeah like turn the streets of rage and then taking these characters and putting them into a fighting game makes me hate it even more because they're just like, oh, come on, you've taken a boring game already and turned it into a boring game. It I is don't insanely like. boring. <laughs> there was um, a time in my life where all I had was Double Dragon 
on the NES versus mode. And oh my gosh, it is so boring. It's everybody trying to walk diagonally towards <laughs> each other and that's it. All right. So we've kind of touched on this throughout the course of this, but did this reinvigorate you guys at all towards the genre or is this just a one-off? Oh, not not towards the genre at all. I've never I've never liked to beat him up. I've never liked a fighting game. I've never liked anything close to this. Except Guilty Gear. Close to apart from Guilty Gear, yeah. But other than that, I it, it didn't. But I super I super appreciated it, and it it made me think. I I would be excited to see other like now. I didn't know. Now I'm excited about a new. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles mm. game because I remember that was an arcade game for me. That playing it at the arcade with the four sticks and everything was one of the. Th- I I don't think I ever actually Can played I it ask at home. Why? I I was a big turtle many I had turtle bed sheets and you know like I the, the turtles <laughs> were a massive part of my childhood. Well, I mean, I mean, as was the style at the time, Craig. Yeah. But like, like you just finished Streets of Rage. There's yeah. nothing Turtles does different. But it's arguably it's, less than. Is okay. it just the rapper? Okay, it is just the rapper, and it's the rapper in very much the same way that we've spoken about recently about other games where the rapper theming very, matters. Theming very matters to me. It very matters. I can't remember what was spoken about before, but the example I can think of is things like when I went from it came from the desert. It came, from, yeah, it came from the desert. Exactly. You well done. You're so you. good. You're good at this. Um, the theming matters so much. I get absorbed in certain themes and stuff. So the turtles would give me the warm fuzzies and my cockles, whereas Streets of Rage doesn't. Alright, that's that's fair enough. It just reminds me of like you know, um, Day of the Tentacle, where you know most of us didn't get it, but Craig absolutely loved it. <laughs> it it's the same as me. It's yeah. like you know, this was what I played with my friends, or you know. I don't think I played this solo very much when I was younger. It was mostly like a, oh, my mates are around, let's play this, or I'll play it with one of my brothers. Um, and the same thing, like, I'm not that interested in playing Final Fight if they made a new one because I have no nostalgia of that. But Turtles, yeah. cool. Kingdom of Cam- Camelot, yeah, go for it. Like, But to me, Dot Emu is just a studio that gives you that modernization of a, an old game that maybe you liked or maybe you didn't that's worth going back to and checking out it's not i wouldn't have paid 50 quid for this oh <laughs> <laughs> no no not not for three hours this that that would break the one pound per hour worth of entertainment rule bloody hell uh, no, yeah, I'm the same. And thank you for you know, like, just showing off that you had friends as a child. Well, congratulations. You had friends. You talked about it in the Streets yeah, of Rage episode. I'm sorry, I wrote back. I know, I did. That. I know, I know, I know, I know. I'm, I'm taking the piss. I'm taking the piss. Well, as a man that didn't have friends, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had no friends that were into video games. So yeah, Final Fight, do. Knights of the Round. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um. They were all solo experiences for me, which is fine because it's what I'm used to. Unless you went to an arcade and then yeah. some arguably older kid was there and he was better than you and you just kept dying. But I understand what you're saying. Like, Dot Emotes, it seems like they like bringing you the game the way you remember it as opposed to the way it was. Like, they'll do just enough to make sure you still get the warm fuzzies, but it doesn't feel as clunky. 
Is that maybe have... like does their it's maybe not a licensing thing, but could it be that their studio comprises of things like graphic designers and artists and things like that, rather than and programmers, rather than you know like trying to reinvent stories. Oh, I or... don't know enough about that. Yeah, you know, I, yeah I really I'm just don't. I'm just assuming if that's the business they're in, maybe they're they're not about they're not about reinvent. Well, here's my question for mm-hmm. Luke. Is uh, if uh, I know it's it's kind of a hard thing to ask, but if you can take away the visuals from this, do you feel that much of a difference between Streets of Rage three and this? With the with the added like special moves, which isn't a lot. I mean, you can master it in ten minutes. Uh, yes, but yeah. okay. So there is enough for you to go. I feel like a Streets of Rage. I'll go four instead of one, two, or yeah. three. Yeah, yeah. So I I don't think I'd go back to Mega Drive games. Um, when I have this to play, but uh, the one point I wanted to add before we move on is, Dot Emu at the end of Wonder Boy, they have pictures of all the developers as they were kids, and I'm sure a lot of them are like playing Master System at the time. So you can tell these games are made with love, and it's, I I almost feel like they're picking the franchises they want to modernize rather than the ones that people are coming to them with. It's, you know, oh, you can tell they were yeah, Sega kids yeah, for definitely. sure. Um. And they're a French studio, so that makes sense. Yeah, Europe having more Sega than Nintendo. Yeah. Yeah, the, these guys definitely live in that let's do retro stuff, which I like. Um, I don't like a lot of the IPs they've chosen so far, looking at their list. But, I mean, who am I to say no? How dare you French people choose games you like? Um, I, I guess in this case, it just didn't do anything for me. Whereas Wonder Boy did. And, and that's the thing. I hate Wonder Boy. I think those games are awful. Like, you, you compare them to Metroid or, oh, or yeah. later Castlevanias or anything. They're terrible. That remake was really good. And, and this is the thing. I had a so, friend ask me, well, should I play it? And I was like, unless you've played the original, no. Because it's it's not going to mean anything to you. You'll just be like, what is this like good-looking clunky piece of shit? Which is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I mean, I mean, we 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 take the approach. Nostalgia is the enemy, but when the product is designed specifically to massage that nostalgic land, I don't know if I can honestly knock it for that. Like it, it's doing what it set out to do. So I I don't know. I, I'm very conflicted on whether I think this is good or bad. I don't like it, but. <laughs> See, uh, I, I'm, I think I'm more made up. I don't like it. I think, as said, think it's kind of boring. But I absolutely think it's brilliant. If that makes any sense whatsoever. Like I think for what they've set out to do, they've knocked out of the park. Yeah, they, they accomplished they, what they wanted to do for sure. Exactly, exactly. And I think that's that's all you can do. Like if you're going to go and remake a new IP, you're either going to stay true to the original, and you're going to hack off modernists that want change like you or you're gonna you know like not stay no, no, true the to word the is original hypocrites that Hypocr- want change like hypocrites you. apart from in ghosts and goblins obviously where everything needs to stay the same <laughs> um look just I, I don't know if you've listened to the episode but the thing that i said was i hate the fact i've kept the fixed jump park i hate a fixed jump park in a platform yeah no i could understand that yeah 
um, because we're European. And Dave was like, no, you need the fixed jumper because that's hey, what Ghosts and Goblins is. So really Let's be fair, accent. Europeans still can't do a jump arc, okay? <laughs> I just want a nice... Anyway, anyway, I think it's a really great example. So you've got those modernists that would complain if you keep it true to the original, or you've got the the looks. Imagine they completely changed it so that you could... I don't know, do amazing things and fly and it turned it into Pac-Man or something. I don't know. They did something and you're like, this isn't Streets of Rage. This is something completely new. So I think it's brilliant. It's just unfortunate they don't like it. Yeah, um, I totally agree. I think, like, had it been the original guys and they chose to redo it in a different way, I'd be totally cool with that. But I think if Dot Emu had gone and just completely changed it, and kept it the way I don't think I'd enjoy it as much it's it's the fact that they've taken it on and been respectful of the original design choices and then tried to add their own little bit on the side I think is is why I think it's so good I you just said like the respectful side of things if it isn't the original people that's not the original Streets of Rage people or it's not the original Echo the Dolphin people if it's someone else taking on that IP to bring it into the 21st century they should stay True to the original. I don't agree with that because those people are dying or retiring. Like, they're getting old. You can't say... Echo's still the same age. (laughs) No, but But... like, like, as a different example, like, look at Lorne Lanning with Oddworld, right? Like, that guy's still alive. That guy is still the creative director. He changed a lot for Soulstorm. And you still had that same, it shouldn't change, it should change argument. Um... Like, like the truth of the matter is, people that were 30 when they were making the games we grew up with are, like, 60 years old now. If they're not retired, I'm very sorry. But we're, you're, you're going to have to have that conversation at some point of, okay, when the original people die, do you just keep it set in stone of, like, this is what Streets of Rage was, this is what it always will be, or do you have a bunch of French guys that love the property say, this is what we yeah. would like to see it become? It's a fine it's a fine balance and I think like I think everybody when you know like everybody's had a bad experience with a film that's been rebooted or remade and just thought well why did they do that there was no need but and I kind of felt the same when it started to become a trend in gaming but I think this is a really good example of how it should be done opposed to let's do it for a cash grab um I, that's my personal belief but yeah everybody I think there's room for both um, to live fairly harmoniously because there are some games that I'm just happy they ported it to a newer system. You don't have to touch it up. It's fine. I just wanted to be able to play this without sandblasting a game system to work again. I, I, I'm like, or good example would be like the Zombies Ate My Neighbors remaster. I'm just glad they brought that forward and they didn't have to change too much. I imagine it was fairly cheap to do, but I'm glad it's there. And then there's Wonder Boy, where it's like, oh, I'm very glad you guys changed things. I am super it's, happy. It's this you know, studio that, kind of that zombie ate my neighbors. I was just double-checking that. <laughs> oh, was it that even? <laughs> <laughs> well done. Uh, sorry, Trey mm-hmm. Magnifique? C'est bon. C'est bon. Oui. C'est bon. Um... But yeah, like I, I think there is enough room for a medieval-type remaster where it's from the ground up, let's do things different, but we'll keep the skeleton, and then there's the Streets of Rage stuff. Um, I'm okay with either. I think, I guess, final thoughts 
I think this is a game that makes my soul pucker, right? Like, if if I have no other games, sure, I'll play it, it's fine. But I have other games. And it would be hard for me to justify picking this up again unless my daughter was like, hey, let's go punch some sexy ladies. And I'm like, sure, let's do that. Which variety do you want? If she chooses Streets of Rage, we'll play that. Um, to me, I'm very glad this genre evolved from what it was into character action games and then to the side shoot to dynasty warrior style like that's arguably what beat em ups are now it's a one versus a hundred right um i i prefer the evolved form of this to the simple ones unless it's super funky like uh dungeons and dragons beat em ups they're super funky but I, I can't say I think this is a bad game. I do question everybody who likes this as to why. And that's, that's about where I sit. Kind of just sitting here with furrowed eyebrows going, <laughs> uh, uh. Well, I'm glad you picked up, Dave. I, I honestly thought you were going to be like, oh, this is fucking shit. F f f Paid $30 for it. Well, that's commitment. You could have just got Game Pass. but <laughs> <laughs> No, no, the Patreon took oh. care of it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so Luke goes and then I go. Or I go and then Luke goes. <laughs> Wait, can we get Reese? <laughs> I mean, okay, right, okay, right. If you want final thoughts, good bringing up him. He absolutely loves this game. He comes downstairs in the morning and he's like, can I play my game? And my game, up until he played Streets of Rage, was Miles Morales. Wow. And now he just wants to sit and play Streets of Rage. I think it's a type of game that he's never encountered before because he's played like heaps of oh, that's great. 3D platformers and Miles games and you know, like the Spider-Man games and he's played heaps of iPad shite as well. But this is the first time he's experienced a beat-em-up and he loves it. He loves that's it really to absolute cool. bits. He just thinks it's fantastic. <laughs> he really, really likes it and he'll come in and he'll sit and he, he's good and he... he like he doesn't just mash and run about and die all the time. He actually like oh, he's better than I was. Thinks about things. Um. So from final thoughts from that point of view, I that to me is far more value and far more beauty and far more enjoyment than me actually sitting and playing this game by myself because I would have been bored to death after twelve stages. Otherwise, it's a perfectly fantastic revitalization of an old IP. Yeah, I'm just really glad you guys like it so much. Honestly, I thought this was going to be like a massive argument again, but um, no, I, I we save the arguments for the <laughs> specials. We have an argument episode, <laughs> and and then we say, "Look, why did you pick Streets of Rage?" Sorry, guys. I'm sorry in advance. <laughs> now it's still devolving to Final uh, Fantasy 15 talk. Don't, don't. California games. <laughs> I didn't pick that. that was <laughs> oh, was that me? Fuck. Yeah, Craig, you're on the block for like California games, Cosmic Spacehead, Micro Machines. You're on for some real doozies. <laughs> yeah, moving on swiftly. In fact, I think Micro Machines got a remaster and it was pretty rubbish, wasn't it? Um, yeah, well, it was rubbish, but Tabletop Racing, on the other hand, is very good. Yeah, TTR is not terrible, yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, to close this out, I, uh, yeah, I just love this game. I think it's great. I And a perfect amount of sticking to what was original and adding your own little bit of uh, nuance to it. So, yeah, I have put nearly 50 hours into this game. 
and I think that's how it's everything. I can just put a podcast on and chill and, you know, play this forever. So, um, yeah, I don't think I'd want to see a fifth one unless they're going to dramatically change things up. But, um, yeah, let's see what they do next. Because I think everything they've done so far has been brilliant. Except for Titan no, Quest. That, one. that was great. <laughs> okay, right. Um, all right, so that's our Streets of Rage 4. If you are listening and you're like, well, two out of the three of you are right, or one out of the three of you are right, do hit us up on the website at The Bit Effect and let us know who was wrong, why they were wrong, and when they were wrong. And I'm super curious if you are part of the generation that it listens to old people talk, but was still young enough to not grown up when these games were a dime a dozen. I'd be very curious to see what people think of this genre not having grown up with them. So if that's your perspective, I'd love to hear from you. Uh, other than that, if you're looking for the Retro Rewind shows, they're gone. We took them away because you've been bad. <laughs> we have moved them to another show called No More Sages, where we will be releasing one every week instead of twice a month. And you can check us out there. Other than that, next up we have Kana Bridge of Spirits, which hopefully will not be as divisive, but you never know. So we will catch you next time when we play with little fluffy things and hit things upside the head with sticks. All right, so until next time, Luke, Craig, I need your best battle noises. A bit, bit bogan. Okay, all right, uh, Craig? Saplan pour moi. Saplan pour moi. All right, I don't know if that qualifies, but we'll accept it, so you shut up. Uh, I'm I hoping that the developers are listening, because that's the best French song that ever came out of France. Uh, what was the... I thought it was that one that plays on the accordion when you're standing next to the Eiffel Tower, and they used it in like that Pixar short. I think that's the best game that ever. The, the taxi song's song got to be it. The taxi What's song, was it? The... Uh... Uh, the one from Amelie. Hang on. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, I've derailed the outro as we were ending. You did? Vanessa Paradis, Jolie Taxi. Oh, yeah, Vanessa. Yeah, yeah, um, no, it's Saplan for moi. <laughs> okay, sorry, sorry. My vote goes to Radio Song from Superbus, uh, Best Friend Song. Oh, oh, God, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, <clears throat> we will catch you next time on Kena Bridge of Spirits. Until then, be kind to little fuzzy creatures. <laughs>